This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me, or Anthony, you know, if you want to go with more traditional introductions. Uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, the bar is open, people. Sit back, relax, enjoy yourselves, unless you're listening to this in a car, then keep your hands on the steering wheel, or... At least one hand on the steering wheel and the other one on a cigarette. Uh, however you drive. it's That's totally up to you. But pay attention to the damn road. Especially for motorcyclists. You know, I, I only say that because I had a close call this last week. A little scary uh, since when I learned how to ride a motorcycle, it was on a uh, small, uh, small street-like street bike Kawasaki thing. And I now I ride a, uh, ride a Harley and... It, uh, that is way bigger, and I still haven't learned how to maneuver that as well as that Kawasaki. But that's—I'm uh, not getting paid to mention any any of that. I'm just saying. But the—I'm uh, not getting paid to mention this either. We're going to start off with the drink special, like we do every show. So I was uh, flipping around Instagram, and I found uh, this guy, the Garnish guy, the underscore Garnish guy. He has this drink called The Ring. Uh, it's two an- two ounces of botanist gin, botanist gin, two ounces of botanist gin, half ounce italicious, italicus, I-T-A-L-I-C-U-S, sorry, uh, three quarter ounce green tea, three quarter ounce lemon juice, one half ounce blueberry reduction, and one quarter ounce blue caraco. Uh, looks like you probably shake and strain that thing into a uh, bucket with ice in it. And just for presentation, you throw some blueberries around the rim. That drink, once again, is called The Ring, and that was uh, stolen from the Garnish guy. Uh, hopefully some of the people on Instagram are starting to realize that I'm stealing drinks from them for the show when I post or leave a comment that says, Hey, Bartender Podcast Approved. So uh, thank you, the Garnish guy. Uh uh, it sounds like a great drink, probably something great for summer. It's getting hot out there, isn't it? At, le- at least down where I am in West Texas. I'm, I mean, I'm here in West Texas, and it is the corner of no and where, I swear to you. As soon as you get outside of this town now where I live, it's nothing for about 150, 200 miles. And if there is something, it ain't much. And uh, so, But it is hot as shit out here. Yeah, I'm getting tired of it, no, uh, summer already, and it's only the middle of June. Uh, wait till August comes lo- along. I'll probably be really bitching about weather and all that shit. But we are getting some cool thunderstorms here uh, a lot lately. The only thing that worries me about that is out here when you get a good thunderstorm once in a while, 
you, a little bit of hail comes in, a little bit of hail. Jesus Christ, sometimes they can be the size of baseballs. But uh, in the 10 years I've lived out here, those baseball sizes, piece of hail, uh, they've missed me by a couple miles. You know, I've had friends that live on the other side of town that had their house completely beat to shit. And all I got was hailstones the size of maybe a quarter. So I got that going for me, you know, which is, which is nice. But anyway, people, we've all gotten through the quarantine. Uh, we've all, we're all getting back to work, at least uh, a percentage of it. Some of you are only allowing a certain amount of people into your bar, 50% or whatever it is nowadays. And they're even encouraging people while they're sitting in the bar to uh, wear face masks, which has got to be a challenge because uh, I bet there are some people out there that thought, well, I'll just cut a small little hole in my face mask and I'll be able to fit a straw in there. And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, and they don't realize that all of a sudden that makes their face mask worthless. Or they try to drink through the side of the face mask or underneath the face mask. I, I saw a video recently on uh, one of the social medias, maybe TikTok or something, uh, where there was a guy sitting at a slot machine. Uh, I don't know where he was at. Could I mean, nowadays, it used to be a time, uh, little boys and girls, that uh, uh, you only saw slot machines in Las Vegas or Atlantic City. But now with the uh, uh, thing about Indian casinos and whatnot, you, you can those pictures can be taken anywhere. But there was a guy that was trying to stay reasonably safe from COVID nineteen, and you know he was social distancing because uh, I think a lot of the casinos are leaving every other ma- machine off or putting plexiglass in between the machines. Uh, and but there's one dude. Oh, sorry, I keep getting off track. There's one dude that decided he needed a cigarette, but he needed to keep his mask on too. And so you should imagine. I'm going to let you guys imagine what he was doing because he was trying to keep his face mask on and have a cigarette at the same time. Personally, I was sitting there waiting for him to accidentally uh, light the face mask on fire. It was hilarious, but uh, nonetheless, okay, everybody, we're back at work. Uh, hopefully you didn't make too good of, uh, unemployment insurance because, uh, I mean, you want to get back to work eventually, don't you? Some of you, I mean, come, come on. Some of you, uh, there were reports that some people that were making way more in unemployment than they were, uh, uh, working, uh, in the bar or restaurant that they worked at. So if you were one of those people, congratulations to you. But uh, it's not going to last forever. So, you know, remember, get back to work. Started thinking about a few things recently. Uh, You know how sometimes bartenders and servers can get bored on their shift? Sometimes it can lead to boredom eating. Sometimes it can lead to spending too much time on your cell phone. It leads to a lot of stuff. And mostly horseplay. Um, Whenever I was... uh, working and I got bored, it ended up being horseplay with the rest of my staff. Uh, I'd encourage my staff to try to think of ways to change normal movie titles to porno movie titles, or uh, I wasn't really into the grab-ass thing. I I, I, uh, I was just one of those guys that just can't do that, uh, do that to women or, or men, but I, I, I never really did anything like that. 
we I, you'd get stuck in a long conversation with a customer or whatever. But once in a while, bartenders, let's admit it, when we get bored, we start to get a little bit evil. We start to have bad thoughts. Start wanting to screw with other people. Come on, you know I'm right. I mean, a lot of a lot of you people. Uh, I put up a post on Instagram. It was a uh, questionnaire or just posing a question. If somebody comes up to you in a bar and says, "Hey, make it extra good for me, would you?" and uh, I said, "My the it was multiple choice for you guys." I put up there, "Do you make it good? Do you make it normal?" Do you add water or do you add quote unquote special sauce to it? Okay, more most majority of you guys answered you make it good. Now, uh, I don't know if that's you were doing that because uh, uh, your boss may be listening or your customer may be look, you think your customer might be on the Hey Bartender podcast page. But, you know, admirable if you're able to do that. But a lot of bosses are really concerned about poor costs. So, Majority of the time, you'd probably just make it normal. Uh, uh, and, uh, I mean, that's the way all the bartenders that I used to work it with, they say, hey, make it good, eh? And you pour it just the same as any other drink that you would pour. I mean, or give them a smaller glass so they can taste more alcohol and less mixer. That that was a popular choice. But this is a practical joke that I wish I would have been able to pull off back in the day. Uh, one bartender I talked to recently uh, told me, that they were able to do this, and it lasted for over an hour. Uh, they had this one regular customer. He had nothing wrong with the guy. He just liked to screw with him. Uh, the guy would get, you know, a little happy. You know, he's not feeling any pain by this time. Order a beer. And so he puts a, uh, uh, but he's not done with his other beer yet. So uh, he's got like maybe half a beer left in that pint. So the bartender would take that half a pint, put the full pint in front of the guy. And then the guy would take a sip from it. As soon as the guy's attention was somewhere else, he'd switch glasses and put it, uh, put the half a pint there. And then the guy would turn around and say, look at the, uh, look at the drink said, didn't I order another beer? And he goes, yeah, you've been drinking it. Yeah. Okay. Take a sip from that, uh, half a beer. And then, uh, as soon as the guy's attention was somewhere else, he'd switch it back to the full beer. And he said this went on for quite a while. And to me, that is hilarious. Uh, if you're able to do that with your customer, please video it and send it into Hey Bartender Podcast. Uh, that's something that everybody out there should witness and enjoy. One thing that I remember I did, kind of along the same lines, is one of my servers would come in for her shift, and every time she came in for her shift, she'd immediately place her purse and keys on the bar and then go do something else. I don't know what, whether it was using the restroom, go talk to a customer or whatever. She'd just throw her uh, purse and keys up on the on top of the bar in my work area. One day, I just all of a sudden decided, okay, well, let's time to teach her a lesson not to do this. So she came into the bar. She said hi to a couple customers, threw her keys and uh, purse up on to the bar, and then walked away. And so what do I do? I pick up the purse and her keys, put them underneath the bar. And then when she comes back to get her purse and keys, all of a sudden she's like, where'd my purse and keys go? And I said, I didn't see you bring them in. And she's, I must've left them out in the car. And she'd go out to her car and then all of a sudden, uh, and 
then all of a sudden she comes back in and her purse or keys are back on the bar. And she goes, Oh, but in a different place, I put them in a different place. And she goes, Oh, I guess I uh, thought I'll put it over there. That only worked once. She started because I already had the reputation of being a little bit of a troublemaker or whatever. Not, I don't consider that troublemaking. That's just screwing with people. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was often fun for me to do is just to take people's things, especially the ones that put their things in exactly the same place every time they came into the bar and move it somewhere else. You know, not necessarily hard to find. It's not like I stuck it in the ice, uh, took that girl's purse and stuck it in the ice maker. That's just rude. But it, you know, it was, it was just one of those things just to keep my mind occupied and have a little bit of fun at the same time. But this is the year 2020. Yes, sir. 2020, probably one of the goofiest years I have ever seen in my life. And so, but uh, with today's technology, I mean, you can do so much more and not only can you do so much more, you can also have the uh, media to prove that you did it. I mean, take this one bar that I used to work at. Uh, Before I started working there, there was a girl that was there uh, working behind the bar. She knew the exact corner and where to stand and how to stand to uh, avoid any of the security cameras and stand up and say, hey, everybody look, and then she'd flash the whole bar. And nowadays... Uh, even if you didn't know where the security cameras were and know which corner to stand in to not be seen, uh, doesn't matter because everybody's going to whip their cell phone out and take pictures immediately or video or whatever. And so I wonder if that sort of thing has gone down. I mean, the whole girl's gone wild thing. Nobody really talks about it anymore. And so, uh, I don't know if they still show those commercials late night on Comedy Central. But uh, yeah, I mean... I wonder if uh, girls are a little less prone to doing that when they're drunk be just because they know that somebody's going to be standing there with a cell phone taking pictures and end up on some kind of social media or something like that. And plus, not to mention on the social medias, the your odds are your the place you work or the place where the customer works or something uh, will look that up or accidentally run across it in social media. And that can make your life a living hell in the future. Let me tell you. Well, I can't tell you because I didn't, I don't really lead that interesting of a life. I uh, got you guys and I appreciate you guys for being here. But uh, a lot of the more interesting things that I did in my life were pre camera phone. And uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, digital cameras were still around, but hopefully nothing I did really nothing to be really embarrassed about or uh, that could be documented and shown later. I mean, I know all sorts of guys. This one guy I know, uh, he talked about one time how he uh, was having an extremely shitty day and told his friend, I need a hit from a bong. Give me your bong. And it was a six foot bong. And... He, uh, so he's taken a hit of it, but he didn't realize until sometime later that a friend of his took out the digital camera or took out a camera, didn't have to be digital at the time, and took a picture of him as he's taken a hit off the bong. And uh, he didn't realize that picture existed 
until that guy made his own website, you know, just talking about himself and all the interesting things in, in his life and his friends and things like that. And when that guy saw that picture of him taking a hit off a six foot bong, immediately on the phone calling, please take that down. I don't want that picture to get out. And you know, what if you, what if I want to run for office or something like that or get a job? Well, nowadays just get a job period. And so it, the picture got removed, I think, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people got to worry about that sort of thing nowadays because, uh, all, a lot of the jobs that I've seen out there, uh, for you people who decided to quit your job and stay on an unemployment, uh, uh, after they went down into quarantine or you people that got fired from your job because of the quarantine, uh, the, your pictures on social media will be seen by the people on your next job. I'll, uh, I can tell you that right now because I've worked and talked with a number of companies, uh, that as soon as they uh, look at somebody's resume, right before their interview, they look them up on Facebook, they look them up on Twitter, or they look them up on Instagram and take a look at their pictures and start deciding from there on out what this person is like. They start to make assumptions. I hate assumptions personally, but they start to make assumptions on what kind of pictures they see on their social medias, what kind of posts that they put on their social medias. So uh, your social media at that point is no longer a place for you to be you, you to be free, you to state your opinion even. It becomes a place where people are pretty much surveyed. You know, uh, say, oh, I don't know, you're looking for a job at a corporate bar and uh, you're willing to be bartender, server, whatever. And the place has a strict drug policy and uh, has uh, is very concerned about reputation. Let's say it's one of those more ritzy places. Uh, they're worried about their reputation. They, uh, and they have their own political views. Then, uh, you turn in, you fill out your application and they say, well, okay, how about we do an interview Thursday at nine? You agree to it. I guarantee you during that time, uh, before your interview, they will go look through social media for you and then take a look at your pictures, take a look at your posts. If, uh, you have a lot of pictures of you partying, drinking, uh, doing smoking marijuana. If you're in a, uh, if you're in a state that, uh, uh, doesn't really look highly on that. Well, actually there's a lot of states that, uh, uh, don't mind marijuana anymore, but the employers still look at that. But if they see you doing a whole bunch of goofy stuff, that's going to affect your interview and you haven't even done it yet. If there are a bunch of videos of you carrying on, uh, well, not only just drinking and making a fool of yourself or uh, even stating your certain stance on something newsworthy, uh, that's all I'm going to say. And the bar doesn't happen to agree with you. That can affect your interview. Now, I, I know what some of you are uh, probably thinking right now. Well, that's my opinion, and if they don't like it, they don't. I don't need to work there. But uh, 
you know, some of you probably will need a job because eventually some of you will go hungry. Now, these are just pointers to you guys. I'm not saying that you don't need to get on to social media and state your opinions. Opinions are uh, what make the world go round. Uh, it's like what Shepard Book said in uh, Serenity. I don't care what you believe in, as long as you believe in something. I'm paraphrasing. But that's kind of what he meant. You got to believe in something. But uh, putting it on social media, uh, unfortunately, that's like giving um, that's like giving you a megaphone. It, you're no longer entitled to just your opinions. You're putting it out on everybody else. And everybody has the ability to hear you at any point of any day, of any week, any hour, any second. Especially if you're friends with your boss, if you decide to friend your boss on Facebook, uh, and then all of a sudden you, uh, the old wives' tale of, hey boss, I can't come in, I'm sick as a dog today, and all of a sudden you post uh, pictures that you were at a Slayer concert uh, that night. Oh, sick as a dog, huh? Oh, well, let's uh, make sure that he has time to get over that illness by the time he gets back to work. That kind of thing. And uh, it's that's just one of the negative powers of social media. I mean, everybody out there says that social media gives you a voice. True. But social media also lands on ears that you might not want to have listened to you. And... Uh, by God, people, be careful with those uh, posting videos cause, or certain posts uh, just because, uh, I mean, it get, gets you in more trouble than you think. I'm, I mean, sure, some of those kids that thought it would be fun to destroy property or deface something, I'm sure they thought it was fun at the time. But all of a sudden, when they realize that it's going to affect them for the rest of their lives because they decided to post it on Instagram and TikTok, uh, uh, you might want to rethink that. You know, go through if you're unemployed and uh, you need a job, just a helpful hint to some of you bartenders and server, uh, potential bartenders and servers, or people that are going to be looking for a job. Um, sanitize your social media a little bit right before you start looking for work, because I guarantee you, your new manager will be looking. I'm not trying to lecture people on how to use social media. In fact, I mean, social media, yeah, you can post videos of yourself, pictures of yourself, that can get you in trouble uh, later on in life. It, it, But, beautiful thing is, you can post things that can get other people in trouble or whatever later on in life. And it's hilarious. And it, I mean, in this day and age, you're a bartender or a server and say you're the only sober person in the room. Odds are you are. Depending on the bar you work at, some bars you can drink behind the bar during your shift. But uh, uh, you are probably the only so, uh, most sober person in the room. So when all of a sudden you got a customer that stands up on top of the bar and decides to tell what he thinks is the world's funniest joke, what do you do? Take out your camera phone. Get it for posterity, of course. And then post it on social media and hope he finds it the next day. Or if he doesn't find it the next day, you can just show it to him on your phone. See if he remembers. That's the fun part. Or you got a customer that's going all caring on people. 
Karen's a new term I just uh, technically kind of learned. There's a lot of terms coming out during this uh, quarantine thing that I'm just learning about. So, yeah, I'm a little bit behind the times. But say you have a customer that's going all Karen on people. Yeah, you can videotape that, too, because uh, odds are they're going to need uh, evidence a little bit later on why she has a black eye or uh, the fun part where she doesn't even remember. And then you say, um, I kind of 86 you last night uh, and she'll go, what for? And it's, then you go, let's go to the video. And then she'll probably go all Karen on you say, delete that. You can't do that. It's illegal for you to film me. No, it's illegal for people to film you and make money on it. They're not, I mean, most people, when they post things on social media, they don't make money on it. Well, unless it's a YouTube video. YouTube videos, uh, they give you the opportunity, if you get a certain amount of viewers on your videos, yeah, you can um, make some money off YouTube. But uh, a lot of these people are, these any any people are taking this stance saying, you can't, uh, uh, it's illegal for you to take a picture of me without my permission. Well, if that were the, uh, if that were the case, then, um, I mean, if you get that kind of mentality, all pictures taken anywhere at any time are technically illegal. I, uh, there would be no paparazzi out there at all. And if there was no paparazzi, then, there would be no tabloids. And if there's no tabloids, what are you going to read when you're sitting on the toilet? And what are you going to use if you run out of toilet paper? That's just one of those things. Perez Hilton probably, well, I don't think he does have a job. Uh, Well, any of those uh, propaganda or tabloid type situations, none of the, none of those things would exist. So you can't really say it's illegal. Uh, I, I mean, don't, Quote me on that. I don't really know the law. I didn't ever look it up before I decided to do this podcast. Like I've told you guys, I'm just an idiot with a microphone at this point that likes talking, talking bartending stories. But don't you love it that all of a sudden uh, everybody has become a, a law expert and saying, you can't take my picture without my permission. I can sue. Um, well, it all depends on distribution. And if they're not making money on it, there's no really no copyright. Uh, but I could be wrong. So don't go out there and start taking pictures of everything just uh, and saying, well, Hey Bartender Podcast said, uh, no, Hey Bartender Podcast, well, I, even uh, bad uh, bad reviews is good reviews, so I'm told. But, I mean, I mean, if it wasn't for all the bad reviews, I probably never would have watched Mallrats. I mean, uh well, no, I would have watched Mallrats because I really liked Clerks. and But I watched them out of order. I didn't watch Mallrats when it first came out. I watched it after I watched Chasing Amy. But anyway, uh, it's uh, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, if the, uh, you know, you get those customers that sit back and all of a sudden they're, when you do something you don't, they don't like, all of a sudden they become this law expert. And, you know, want somebody show me where it says you can't take anybody's picture uh, without their permission and uh, put it online. Well, no, wait, wait, there, there, therein lies that problem. Because if one of my coworkers, if somebody took a naked picture of her and posted it online, I would be pissed uh, if she was actually upset about it. I mean, if she was cool with it, that's, that's her business from there on out. But if she refuses to show her face and work, 
if she was crying. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably do something to help encourage one way or another the guy to not to, the guy to take that picture down. Uh, I don't th- think it becomes a legal thing. Well, no, nude, no, leaked nude photos come out all the time. But th- no, those leaked nude photos are taken by celebrities and somebody hacked their phone. I don't know. I'm going to get off this subject because I just don't have all the details. You know, it's some when I do things like that, I'm sure some of you people going, why doesn't he just cut that out? You know what? I'm not going to cut it out because I'm keeping it real. This, this is me. This is the way I talk. And this is the way I used to talk when I was a bartender, too, if I did talk. Most of the time, I was fairly quiet. You know, all of a sudden, I remembered a story that uh, uh, one of the, a girl that worked at a bar told me about where uh, I guess the customer decided it would be funny to jump up on top of the bar when she wasn't looking and then drop his pants and wave uh, Mr. Happy around. And when she looked up and saw what was going on, he said, hey, baby, talking to the mic. Uh, you know, and she was, I, I don't know what ever happened to this this guy after he did that but i'm uh but everybody was entertained by the story Uh, i don't know if he got 86 or what but i wonder if even guys are a little worried about that sort of thing i mean everybody should worry about getting their picture taken uh in a unideal way i think is a great way to put it uh because like i said it can affect your social media later but it could also improve your social media if you're not the one that's the culprit I mean, uh, you know, on a whole, people should probably uh, try to behave themselves a little bit more because everybody's got a camera going everywhere. Nobody helps anybody in trouble anymore because they're too busy filming it. They're trying to get their uh, followers up on TikTok or trying to get more viewers on YouTube or whatever. Uh there no there are no heroes anymore it's it's funny like for instance if a skateboarder is trying to do this incredible jump off a ramp but didn't notice that there was a uh 100 foot drop right behind that jump and then he manages to grab onto something before he falls to his death odds are he's going to probably get 100,000 views before he's rescued if he's rescued it, that's the funny part i i think it's personally hilarious now, I know what some of you out there are thinking. You're probably thinking, uh, this bartender uh, probably uh, films a whole bunch of stuff. No, I don't get out enough. I work too much in order to uh, be able to film things. And the people I work with, they do things that are so mundane, uh, You know, whether they get uh, hurt or something like that. Uh, it's so mundane, it's not really worth filming, in my opinion. And does that make me feel like that... Uh, you know, it's like, oh, that person's in trouble, uh, or that person did something stupid. You know, I don't like the lighting. I, you know, they're not screaming enough. They're not really making me feel. I'm not Spielberg when it comes to uh, when it comes to filming other people. I just don't, because um, usually I'm too busy. And uh, if they are in serious trouble, that's not the first thing I think about. Uh, first thing I think about is either. Uh, go help them out or get the hell out of the area because shit's about to go down. You know, that that's the way I am. But back when I was a bartender, uh, there are certain times that I uh, wish truly 
I could have committed to uh, photo form because uh, they're really pretty women and really stupid guys. And but uh, you know I don't have it. So uh, you, all my customers uh, that I used to bartend with, uh, or all my coworkers I used to bartender with, all my customers I used to serve, you can all sleep easy. Because uh, if you remember something that you did when you were in my bar, I don't have it on, on record anywhere and it won't ever show up. Because I didn't take the picture. If somebody else took the picture, you're fucked. But, uh, you know, nowadays, you know, bartenders, most of us are a little too busy. And I'm sure a lot of your bosses say, leave your cell phone in your jacket or your purse. Do not leave it behind the bar. Do not. Because uh, I'm sure a lot of the managers uh, want you to be concentrating on the customer and your customer service and uh, just, you know, being more responsible. Uh, not like that one girl that uh, had her headphones on and I sat at the bar for about 10 minutes waiting for her to see I was there in a bar with three people in it. And she was just standing there listening to her headphones doing dishes, cutting fruit, and I'm, I'm just, she doesn't even know I'm here, and I hate being one of those guys that taps on the bar or uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, I'm sure most of you don't even have access to your cell phones, but uh, if you do and you hate the customer, go ahead and take pictures and videos. Whatever, uh, what do you got to lose? Anyway, people, it is Saturday. That means I brought on a musical guest. This week's musical guest comes from Montreal, Quebec, or Quebec, Quebec, uh, Montreal. Um, sorry about I, that I butchered that. Uh, this is from their album, I Feel Alive. Here is the title track, I Feel Alive, by the band Tops.
Once again, from Montreal, Quebec, that was the band Tops with their single, I Feel Alive. If you want to find out more about Tops, you can go check them out on bandcamp.com. You can find all of their releases, all of their merch, and you can also find other ways to follow them and also book them for performances. Uh, you can check them out on Twitter or their own website. That's T-T-T-O-P-S-S-S dot com. I suppose you'd pronounce that tops. Well, you got the spelling. Social media is great, isn't it? I mean, you could find ways to promote yourself. A lot of people that would never be famous are all of a sudden famous. The movers and shakers of the Internet. A lot of people that... would never have careers uh, all of a sudden do now. And they're famous. You know, TikTok, you know, everybody's talking about getting TikTok famous nowadays. Before it was Instagram famous. And then it was, well, all the way back to like MySpace. And, you know, and that Tia Tequila uh, all of a sudden became famous. God knows why she looks like a frog. And I know a lot of bars and restaurants, they prom- even promote their own uh, stuff. Every product that you've ever seen out there is got their own social media presence and it can come in handy. It is a great tool, but it can also destroy your lives out there, people. So be careful what you post on your social medias. Uh, Lord knows I am. I I mean, I got in trouble uh, with Instagram just recently because I found a picture that I thought was hilarious. It was a face mask, uh, you know, one of the quarantine face masks, but it had a picture of a ball gag and a mouth on it. And I thought that was hilarious and I posted it to my social media saying, uh, you know, should we come up with a safe word? And Instagram didn't like it. They told me I had to take it down. Well, I, they did, I didn't have to take it down. They took it down for me, saved me the trip. But, uh, you know, I thought I was being funny, but they thought it was being offensive. So, you know, yeah, I guess we got to be careful for some of the people out there because there's really no age restrictions out there. Uh but you also got to be careful. Look out for yourself. And uh, you know, odds are, you know, no matter what you put on there, it's going to offend somebody out there. Uh, or it's going to upset somebody or whatever. It, uh, just be a little bit careful and know that uh, the social media may affect your pro- your personal and your professional life in the, in the long run. But... <sighs> God, some of those drunk fail videos are just fucking hilarious. Ah, that's enough of that. Anyway, last call, people. Last call for alcohol. It's time for you to come up to the bar and get something, because I don't have any servers out there, and uh, I'm not walking all the way out to you to just bring you a Coors Light. So, anyway, I got to thank Tops for allowing me to use their single... I feel alive. Remember to go check them out on bandcamp.com. You can probably also find them on iTunes also, but go check them out. Uh, also like to thank the underscore garnish guy for letting me steal one of his drinks, whether he knows it or not. Uh, and putting it on my show, you can uh, go check out his uh, Instagram page, the underscore garnish guy. And, Cause he's got a lot of great drinks on there with a lot of great presentation. Let me tell you. And I'd like to give out a personal shout out to uh, one of my Instagram followers, which I follow also, leave your sword. Uh, that's the their official uh, Instagram name, I guess. But it's leave your sword kombucha. Sorry if I uh, misunderstood or mispronounced that. It's a brewery 
uh, brewing organic kombucha only on tea in Amsterdam Nord. 100% tea, 0% bullshit, ABV 2.5%. Uh, you can go check out their website, www.leaveyoursword.com slash shop. Um, you guys have been extremely encouraging to me. Uh, I appreciate all the uh, reposts and kind messages that you send about the show. Thank you very much. Uh, everybody else, go check out their Instagram page, uh, Leave Your Sword, all one word, and... Uh, you know, go just check their stuff out. Got to be fun. Anyway, people, it's the end of the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember to share, like, and subscribe. Hey, bartender podcast, visit the website, www.heybartenderpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Hey, bartender podcast.com Instagram. Hey, bartender podcast.com and Twitter. Hey, bartender P O one. Uh, you know, go over to www.heybartenderpodcast.com and go check out some of the merchandise I got for sale on there and pick something else. Help support the show. I'd really appreciate it. But until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got here.